podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. It's the Marketers Report. This week, Patrizia Spagnoletto, Global Chief Marketing Officer, Direct Consumer for Warner Brothers Discovery, weighs in on the difficult task of building and retaining consumer trust. Trust is a really hard thing to build and a really easy thing to destroy. And we have to be very respectful about that. Our partnership with iHeart has really helped us build that trust and that relationship with the on-air talent. The best thing for us to do is to build a relationship with our consumers. And if those consumers have a relationship with the DJs that are on air, then we want to build on that. House of the Dragon, which was one of our most successful, if not the most successful campaign we've ever done for a show, audio was a core part of that. As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow. Not just a media company, iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. Welcome back to a Celtic State of Mind, I'm Paul John Dykes and although I'm joined by Lawrence Conley and Paul Sheridan, the first thing we're going to do after that historic victory, Paul, is we're going to have a wee sing song. So, you brought your guitar along, uh, many of our viewers will know Paul from The Wakes, um, who have so many songs to choose from, what's the first one you're going to play to us today, Paul? Well, since, since it's a, a, a a Celtic occasion today we start with a song called 67 in the heat of Lisbon uh, it's been some time since uh, we've all been in the stadium but uh, you know listening to that song the fans just brings the hairs in the back of your neck the achievements of the Lions as Hugh McIlvenny said in 1967 in Lisbon a homebred Glasgow team utterly outplayed Inter Milan Boof, the Lisbon Lions 67 in the heat of Lisbon <laughs> Well, we walked into the Lisbon sun And into thought they had it won But we showed the world how to play And now it's known as the Celtic way They played the ball from side to side And into they tried to hide But we played the ball from front to back Attack, 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 attack 67 In the heat of Lisbon the fans came in their thousands To see the boys become champions 67 In the heat of Lisbon The fans 
Scotland's came in the thousands To see the boys become champions Well, we walked into the Lisbon sun And it's who thought they had it won But we show the world how to play And now it's known as the Celtic way They play the ball from side to side And into they trying to hide But we play the ball from front to back Attack, attack, attack 67 In the heat of Lisbon The fans came in the thousands to see the boys become champions 67 In the heat of Lisbon The fans came in their thousands To see the boys become champions Attack, 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 attack 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 Attack, attack Attack, 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 to see their boys become champions Oh, 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 oh We're Glasgow Celtic Oh, 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 oh We're Glasgow Celtic Superb, Paul. Thank you. We've just witnessed Celtic uh, qualifying for the Scottish Cup final. This could be part of a historic quadruple treble. Lawrence, has been loads said over the last few weeks about the wheels coming off the bus, uh, a lot of criticism flying about for Celtic and Neil Lennon. When you look at that 90 minutes, the 95 minutes that we've just enjoyed, uh, what's your thoughts at this moment in time going forward this season? Great to see them playing like that, playing like a team again. You know, there's no reason we couldn't go from now to the end of the season and win every domestic game. You know, we've got the personnel, we've got some boys, you know, coming back from injury. Magic Tom, two assists, second game in a row. You know, Lenny seems to have found, you know, his team. Yeah, it's just brilliant again, isn't it? 35th cup win in a row. And Big Craig is going to get a winner's and a runner's up medal in the Scottish Cup final, no matter what. Absolutely. Now, to be fair, uh, you came uh, to the studio a few weeks back, Lawrence. You brought along Danny Kelly. It was great to get a, a wee sing song, a few tunes after the game. And today, of all days, we do have Paul Sheridan in the, the studio of the week's first song was tremendous. Loads of great comments coming in, Paul. What's the second track you're going to play us? Um, the next one is a song that we wrote uh, a few years ago f- um, to raise money for the, the Jimmy Johnson statue in View Park. Um, and, you know, Jimmy was just a hero of mine as a wee boy growing up. And, uh, you know, it would seem as an older man going about in, in Uddingston and just... A, a real legend and uh, this is a song called Uncrowned King of Football um, and you know I took a wee girl up to the statue a few weeks ago uh, just on a walk and every time she's been playing ever since she's been asking is Jimmy Johnson playing today but, magical yeah uh, tremendous so this is a song called Uncrowned King of Football from jumpers for goalposts in the town of Uddingston 
Ripping apart Real Madrid in the Bernabeu Stadium. Only five foot four, but a giant of a man. Frankie called him the JJ man. Frankie called him the JJ man. The Lord of the Wing and the master of his art. The uncrowned king of football was a wee man from View Park. He was better than the best, and Georgie knew it too. And they called him the JJ Man. And they called him the JJ Man. Do you believe that a man could fly? The loudest roar in the lion's sight. Though he's gone, all the legends never die. That's a JJ man. That's a JJ man. For the European Cup, Jock's Lions he did play against Inter Milan on the 25th of May and we wanted playing football the Glasgow Celtic way John, you're immortal now John, you're immortal now Celtic Park erupted when the wee man got the ball in the jungle boys we made such noise the world looked on in awe at our greatest ever player and the praise of Birkinshaw and the whole world knew you and we still love you do you believe that a land could fly the loudest roar and the lion's side Though he's gone All the legends never die That's a JJ man That's a JJ man Do you believe That a man could fly The loudest roar And the lion's side He's gone, all the legends never die. It's a JJ man. It's a JJ man. It's a JJ man. Hail, hail the JJ man. What do we miss about going to the games, Lawrence? Beer, songs, you know, uh, just watching it. Way just that like post-match experience. Yeah, totally. It's missing, isn't it? It's a cultural thing, isn't it? It definitely is a big part of that. It always has been about following Celtics. It's been about the songs, you know. Um, be that going through in the supporters' buses or in the boozers afterwards. It's about the songs, and for Paul to come in this afternoon and share. Um, his songs with us it's absolutely tremendous I mean Jimmy Johnson uh, the greatest ever sell when you're you're looking at these these monuments to people like Jimmy Johnson Paul I mean it's 
it, it's so fitting that they've started doing it around about the stadium. I remember going back back in the day, there was nothing like that to see outside Celtic Park. It's great that we are celebrating our icons now, yeah? Yeah, tremendous. I remember um, whenever the, the Celtic started to put up the statues and you can that, that's the the permanence of the statues that are in, there now. Um, there's also tremendous pride of seeing it out in View Park where Jimmy's from. Yeah. I remember writing a song and it was Frankie Miller, there's a guy that calls him the JJ Man, because Frankie Miller writes a song the JJ Man. People thought it was about Frank McAvaney. But uh, <laughs> it's tremendous to see like the, the, the statues of Big Chalk and Billy, and uh, hopefully they can also bring the, the, the statue of Billy McNeil to realisation in, in Bells Hill too. Uh, but, you know, Parkhead is a, is a changed arena in terms of the exterior when you see everything and it's, it's wonderful to see these icons um, really cemented there forever I'm, I'm delighted you mentioned Frankie Miller a very very talented special man and I remember um, the film that he did the one and only film just the boys game it was on a couple of weeks That's back right. uh, he was unbelievable in that film but it was the only role that he ever he ever took I mean he was offered loads after that um, because he was so good but when you're thinking of Frankie Miller again a, a great a, a superb lost talent because obviously uh, what he's been through as well Paul but he left us with some incredible songs some incredible moments I tremendous I love, that's one of my favourite films as well it was on there two nights ago as well I was watching it anytime it's on it's, it's got to be followed right through McQuillan your tease it <laughs> <laughs> the dialogue all the way through it's tremendous it's it's quite incredible and um, strange things happen in the world of Celtic but when we were making the Nearly Mocking documentary and we mentioned Nearly a couple of times the director of that film was telling me that his dad was an actor and had on the usual went home checked online Campbell Morrison and he shared a scene with Frankie Miller in that film so I found that out when we were making the Nearly Mocking doc that the director's old fella had actually shared a scene with with Frankie, unbelievable. Um, before we talk any football, Paul, uh, you're going to give us a third tune. I'm going to go for a song called "The Ballad of Johnny Thompson." Um, when I was a wee boy, my mum would put me to bed and she'd be singing a wee song, and it would be, you know, a wee "Case uh, Sera" or something along those lines. My dad put me to bed. It was the Ballad of Johnny Thompson. That was a lullaby when I was a wee two-year-old. So before I even really knew about Celtic, I knew the Ballad of Johnny Thompson. Before I could probably know most things in the world, that was a song I always remembered. So uh, it was we recorded it a few years ago, um, and it's just a it's a, a, a tragic tale, but it's part of the Celtic fairy tale, I suppose. In, in some respects, it's the the part of the ethos and, and the history of the club. Um, and though we was born so far before our time, uh, he's a he's a player who's who's remembered and, and sadly tragically cut lot. Uh, a lost life far too early. Well, a young man named John Thompson from the West of Fife he came to play for Glasgow Celtic and to build himself a name on the fifth day of September. Against the Rangers club he played From defeat he saved the Celtic Ah, but what a price he paid well, The ball rolls on centre too But John runs out and dies The ball rolls by but John lies still For this club, this hero died the fans, all are silent as they travel near and far. 
No more will she, John Thompson, that bright and shining star. So play up Glasgow Celtic, stand up and play the game. For in your goal the spirit stands, Johnny Thompson is his name. I took a trip to Parkhead To the dear old paradise And as the players came out Sure the tears fell from my eyes For a famous face was missing From the green and white brigade And they told me Johnny Thompson His last game he had played Farewell, my darling Johnny, Prince of players, we must part. No more we stand and cheer you on the slopes of Celtic Park. No more we stand and cheer you on the slopes of Celtic Park. Outstanding, Paul. Outstanding now on a Celtic state of mind after a historic victory because that that is exactly what it is, Lawrence. We've got Paul Sheridan of the Wakes giving us a wee taste of what we probably would enjoy if we had been at the game. Um, So let's talk a wee bit about the game, Paul. Thank you very much. That was outstanding. Um, A wee bit about the game. Quite happy with the overall performance. Ecstatic. 2-0, clean sheet. Tom's, you know, another two two assists, thirty five cut ones in a trot. You know, it's just it's unbelievable stuff. Another treble, still still in the goal, could be four trebles in a row. You know, it's I mean today all Mark was getting a result, keeping the cup one going, but I think it we got a result and the performance today. When you, you look at the performance, you mentioned Tom Roderick. Or someone like him who just a matter of weeks ago, Lawrence, wasn't quoted as uh, getting a jersey in the first team. As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow. iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. He's coming in and he's making such an impact. But as I was saying at half time, you know, for any opposition side, any manager looking at the, the creative flair of that Celtic side, not just in the forward line, um, but also like Salt and Frimpong coming up the wings, it's going to be frightening. It, it looks as though, it seems as though, this might just have clicked into place. Yeah, I mean, if you've got that, that three, Moy, Rogic, Christie, you know, behind Eddie, all three of them can interchange positions at will. So for the opposition to pick them up, it's going to be, it's going to be really difficult. You know, the creative players... As you touched on the great with their feet, Tom can, can pick a pass, can't he? Ryan will take on the high risk shots. I mean, what a finish that was! The movement he got on that ball up and down, keepers no chance. And what, what Christie's, you know, what he's making, he's making Frimpong a better player, isn't he? Just the way he's tracking back, the amount of energy Ryan puts into a game. And Laxall and, and Moy, they, they seem to be striking a, a similar partnership on the left. So it, it, it you're now starting to see kind of as operating as a team and as a unit, you can see. You know, what's happening on the left of the pitch, what's happening on the right, we're working well together, which, you know, I think a few people have said, you know, when it clicks, it's going to be good. Well, it looks like it's starting to click now. 
Paul, see when you look at the performances in the last few games of El Yunusi, a player who we all knew his quality when, we, when he came in last season, and I think everybody was delighted when we got him back in for season two on you know under the loan deal. Do you think like Salt's playing a big part in the improved performance of El Yunusi? I think so. Laxalt also offers so much creativity down the down the flanks. Um, sometimes it, it's, it looks like a, a promising partnership at this stage in time. I think that um, Illinois has needed a wee bit of confidence during the week. He really had a tre- tremendous game. I think one of the best games I've seen him play in Celtic colours. Uh, and I think that you know it's that you need two or three games like this. So if they can get if they can get a wee run together, if they can create a partnership then you would like to think that this is going to be the making of Elinousi this season because he has gone off form at the start of the season. We know what he's capable of doing, but you know it's not always about the player. It's something about the people around him as well that he can bounce off and, and generate confidence from. Um, so, yeah, I really hope that's a good... And the, the other thing to think about is whenever Forrest comes back as well, that we're still missing another player too uh, that also adds width uh, and adds opportunities for us. So, yeah, I think uh, Elinousi is really um, going to bounce off Alexa uh, is going forward. Now, Lawrence, there's loads of uh, talking points, and one of those would have been the obviously the re-emergence of Nier Beaton after his injury and his illness to come in and replace Ayer alongside Shane Duffy, who's coming for some criticism. Let's talk about the central defensive partnership. I mean, Ayer's out at the moment. Julien won't be back until after the next uh, international break. Were you quite uh, pleased with the performances of Duffy and Nier Beaton? A couple of slack balls for both of them. I think uh, Beaton went to sleep a wee bit once. But yeah, you know, they're cracking players. Beaton, he always steps up to the mark for us. He can score goals, he can find a pass. He just brings a calming influence, doesn't he? Uh, Shane seemed to more or less stick to what we know he's good at. Uh, so you could see that being... A great partnership, especially you know, there's a decent amount of height there because our two fullbacks are quite small, and I don't, we don't have much height in midfield. So we're going to need you know some tall players at and for kind of defensive duties for balls fired into the box or corners or whatever. But you can see those two, you know, they seem to have almost immediate understanding there. You know that there was no kind of confusion between the two of them. Now, Tony Hutton, welcome back to the show. Tony, you're, co- you're commenting on Twitter. Very comfortable performance. It was in the end, wasn't it? Even in the second half where uh, we didn't get any any more goals. I think it was comfortable enough. And Barca boy, who's a regular um, on a Celtic state of mind, I'm so glad to be so wrong about Rogic. Thought he was done. Credit to Lenny. Beaton strode it as well. I mean, this is at this point that we start to get players coming back. Eduard comes back into the side. Uh, when Celtic have a full complement of players, Paul, do you think we are going to be looking at not only going for this quadruple treble, but you know, realistically going for all three on all three fronts? It sounds bizarre talking about the Celtic side like that just now on the back of a four-match um, run where we didn't win any games and there was quite a few concerns creeping in at that stage. Celtic just need continuity and they also need a bit of luck as well sometimes. I think they've been considered a lot of goals that have been unlucky this season too. Um, realistically, when we've got the full um, capacity of our team and everyone playing to the ability they can, then we know because over the past four years Celtic have pulled off the treble every time uh, and have always are always going to be uh, pushing towards finals or the last kick of the ball. Celtic don't give up because that's, that's not in our nature and you certainly don't suddenly get a team of winners turning into losers overnight. That doesn't happen. So this Celtic team, 
they just need that wee bit of belief, they need a wee bit of confidence and that wee bit of luck and I think that's starting to creep back in. Um, and, you know, there'll be times in the season where we'll really get through, we'll get through this patch, we'll get through what, what happened the past few weeks. Um, th- there's also players who we want to really see in the Celtic jersey too, Turnbull for instance, mm-hmm. um, players who give us more options at the back that we're coming along uh, with Ayer and, and uh, also with Julian. Um, so, yeah, like once the team's back to full capacity, I, I, I think we'll, we'll get ourselves back up there. Now, Lawrence, uh, Tony Hutton's come back on to speak about Laxalt, who he reckons is ahead of his game. The guy is pure class. It was mentioned uh, when we were watching the game, Lawrence, that um, we finally found someone that can uh, help us get over Kieran Tierney. Yeah. Is he that good? I think so. That is a case of uh, Kieran, Kieran Hu, I think. I think he's got that quality. But I think Paul's right. You know, he touched on the luck could be changing. There was a couple of times in the second half there, the ball was bouncing about our box. Over the past few weeks, that would have fallen at one of their strikers or bounced off one of their centre-halves and went in the net. Today, the luck did seem to change. It was falling to our players, we were getting it clear. You know, so, you know, luck plays a part in everything. So, yeah, I think so. But, yeah, Diego. Yeah, Kieran Hu. Kieran Hu. Now, Colin Watt, who contributes quite regularly to uh, Celtic State of Mind. People will be familiar with Colin coming on the show at least once a week. Massive to get a clean sheet. He needed that for a while. And the man in the sticks was Scott Bain. So, you know, I said before the game, Paul, that you can be disappointed if you're dropped. Barkas hasn't been dropped. He, he, you know, he dropped out through injury. And as long as Scott Bain's playing like that, he keeps the jersey, surely. Yes, I mean, if you're if you're the goalkeeper, you don't tend to get substituted too often, um, unless there's been an injury. And once you're in goals, it's hard, it's very hard to, to go out unless you make a real error. I think they'll be in, uh, I think the players look a bit more confident with being in goals uh, going in Tuesday's game and also today. Uh, being in some good games, some good saves on Tuesday night, and it wasn't really troubled today. But uh, I, I think that you want to have two players in goals that you could say could be your number one. Um, and I think it could be an interesting battle between Bain and Barkas over the next few months to see who becomes the established number one. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think a third choice, a third uh, quality goalkeeper in the January transfer window would be would really bolster the side as well. I, I wouldn't disagree with that. Now, Colin Watt is back on to make a, a decent point. Beaton, and I know Colin's a big fan of Beaton, Lawrence, but he does make a good point. Beaton offers a calming influence next to Duffy. One of his best performances this season. Now, there's a lot to be kind of read into there because I, I do think that when he's playing with Ayer, as good as I, I think Ayer is, I think Duffy does a lot of the leadership uh, of Ayer when he's playing alongside of him. You can see him, he's in his ear constantly, isn't he? Trying to get more of the defensive qualities and the, the positional play out of Ayer. It's a different proposition playing alongside Beaton, is it not? Well, you know, Ayer pushes on. We all love it when he breaks the lines and pushes on and creates stuff, but at times when it doesn't work, you know, Duffy's left kind of a bit isolated there because... I asked Cut the Park, he's not really going to face that as often with Beaton, is he? Beaton's not going to push on as much as I asked. So it's maybe feeling he's got kind of true defensive partner that's kind of going to do the defensive role, but vastly it's going to be next to him. You know, he doesn't need to talk him through the game, he knows the game, you know, from the defensive viewpoint. So yeah, it could work, but you know, what's a f- first choice? You know, if everyone's fit, you know, you, you could even make an argument the first choice is going to be Julian and I. It's, we've got some quality centre halves at the club. You know, and they will come back to fitness, and, and Lenny's got you know a nice situation to manage there. It's a shame. I just had to block something called paving direct. I was looking for a bit of crazy paving on my driveway, Lawrence, but I would certainly only be contacting that young gentleman, or maybe it wasn't a gentleman. Um, so goodbye. I hope you enjoyed the show. Um, looking at the the bigger picture as well. 
obviously we've got five tournaments to play for this season. The squad is going to be vital uh, for us to obviously go for all five of them. Europa League's maybe uh, something that um, is just a dream. But domestically, we've got a, a squad there that could be going for, quite incredibly, four trophies this season. Um, we move on to the final against Hearts. Yes, they're a championship club. Um, and they certainly don't have the same quality as us. But uh, what are you expecting to see when we come up against Hearts in December? Yeah, you know, Boyce and Naismith up front are, you know, it's going to be a decent partnership. Naismith uh, always tries hard against us, shall we say. Gordon's a keeper that can win you a game, isn't he? You know, it's. You saw the quality of him yesterday. Paul's touched on is that a keeper in January? You know, would you be. Big Fraser consider come back with Lenny Swallow's pride and ask him in January. I don't know, but yeah, Hearts are going to give us a game. They're they're well organised team. They've got a couple of decent forwards. Uh, they've got an outstanding goalkeeper for you know to, to be in the championship. You know, Craig Gordon's went to them because for his boyhood club. I'm sure there would have been other offers for God, for Gordon. It wasn't that long ago Chelsea were talking about taking him. Big money. Yep, big money bid for him. See the thing with that, Lawrence. I didn't want to labour the fact before our game because I didn't want to take for granted. You know, talking about a final when we weren't in the final, we are there now. I'm much happier with Hearts than I would have been had we been facing Hibs. Yeah, definitely. I think Hibs. We've seen it in the Premiership. That, that although we beat them, I, I thought they gave us our, our hardest game because we had to play really well to win that game. They're a decent team, Jack Ross, up and coming young manager. Yeah, a, a much happier face in Hearts. I think the big, big thing that the worry in the day is how well or, or not Craig Gordon will play, will perform because we, we know he is an outstanding keeper. It's going to take something special to beat him if he's on his game. Either that or a penalty, and we know we don't get penalties. Uh, Paul, now we're coming up to the end of the half hour uh, post-match reaction. Um, I don't know if you've got another song up your sleeve. Do you fancy playing us out? Oh, jeez, oh. Put you on the spot. Can you never think about that? Well, I have a look through some of these messages. Um, obviously, if you don't, if you're not prepared, that's fine. But uh, yeah, sure. uh, people have been talking about your McIlvany impressions. You could just give us a few impressions if you wanted. <laughs> hey, you want a couple impressions? I, no, I, I do believe Sean. that um, former Celtic fan Sean Connery <clears throat> passed away. Uh, rest in peace, Sean. Yes. Uh, my toughest acting job. Keeping a straight face in the Juventus Rangers match. <laughs> I've, got, I've got Henrik Larson as well. Oh, give us Henrik. You know, it's uh, but the, the time to take over the, the Barcelona, the assistant. But, uh, you know, if uh, if uh, Paul wants to get the boots back on, then we'll uh, we'll uh, think about it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, <awesome one. laughs> Superb. Could you give us a tune as well, Paul? Oh, yeah. Tune Play us out. Play us <laughs> out. Anything you want. Okay. Um... What about uh, how long we got left? As long as you want. Should we do? We we'll finish off with a bit of a walk alone. Oh wow! Let's do. Should it. we do that one? Because let's I mean, we do sometimes need to think of these things as we we go on. Okay, let's do it. When you walk through storm. Hold your head up high And don't be afraid Of the dark At the end 
of a storm There's a golden sky And the sweet silver song Of the lark Walk on through the wind Walk on through the rain For your dreams be tossed And blown Walk on left for me to say is Lawrence Conley and Paul Sheridan thank you for joining me on a Celtic State of Mind Thanks. thank you keep the faith Got hair loss? I know what you're thinking. Should I shave my head, comb it over, wear a hat? Just stop. This is in 1970. Keep your hair and your confidence because Bosley, America's number one hair restoration experts, can give you your real hair back permanently. Check them out today because they're giving away an absolutely free information kit and a free gift card to anyone that texts EASY to 203203. Dude, you don't have to look like your dad because this isn't your dad's hair loss treatment. 
People all over the country trust Bosley because they're ahead of the curve. They use the latest technology to give you your real hair back. And the best part? Bosley's permanent solution is protected by the Bosley Guarantee. Let Bosley show you for free how awesome your hair could look with an absolutely free information kit and a gift card for $250 off. Text EASY to 203203. That's B-A-S-Y to 203203. As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives Gives you access to all every audience live conversations trusted influencers and the insights and data you need to grow iHeartMedia is your access company go to iHeartResults.com for more sports social podcast network sports social podcast network sports social podcast network sports social podcast network Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network.